my last show was uh was at the old man hustle and the new york times came and they were like why is this show not canceled i'm like because y'all are here you're two people that's half the audience that's <laughs> like, right rachel, rachel joan featured in the new york times yes. sorry i brought up my own credit such a prestigious <laughs> guest i have today wow show your boobs right now <laughs> so rachel joan thank you for joining me on the on the podcast today i appreciate you yeah thanks for rescheduling <laughs> <laughs> we've worked to try to make this happen now for what like two weeks i didn't try at all no <laughs> things things are just things are unpredictable here because there's a lot of fireworks going off within less than six feet of me there's dumpster fires uh did they do the fireworks in new york um they are doing them right now as we as we speak no i mean like the official one like the official display or whatever yeah they they had official displays but they didn't announce where they will be until about 10 minutes prior so that way nobody can get to them so there'd be no gathering um Mm. and you also didn't know exactly where they were or where they were coming from because people were just setting fireworks off for weeks already prior to it yeah you know i've been on reddit a lot lately and i've heard that um I know. You've uh, heard Reddit that people conspiracy. are selling, no, but there's selling people, the fireworks. There's people posting on Reddit consistently over the last like month about these random fireworks that are, have been going off around the country at like like at the same intervals every night. So like at 10 o'clock in like Pennsylvania yeah. or some shit, somebody like has put like it, it, every night it's happening. And I'm like, what the fuck? That's so weird. I don't yeah. know. It seems I, odd. Yeah, it's, it's, it starts at eight and then it dies out around like three or four in the morning. But I, I don't know because then I feel like they've always done fireworks, but I can't remember if it was always as bad. If, you know, is it because of the race war or is it because people are just shoot, shooting off fireworks? But there was one that was that exploded like really close near me. I was outside um in front of i was at a bar in front of a to-go drink bar whatever and uh it went off like very close to me and I, you you know what you, they want you to do they don't want you to call 311 i wouldn't have called 311 anyway but the, what they want you to do is they want you to go up to the people that are setting these off and speak mm-hmm. to them about the safety precautions of fireworks <laughs> i'm like what i got a ringing in my ear and i'm all shaken up and i gotta find the guy that was on the motorcycle that just dropped it off and left like what are you talking about it happened last night right by right next to where i'm at my apartment here um i think they were like black cats or something because it was like and i was like at first i was like what the fuck is that a type of firework or is that a racial slur a black cat (laughs) (laughs) the black it's the black it's it's like the black panthers except it's just smaller cats it's like house cats no i'm kidding it's uh they're a type of firework yeah it's like um it's like a a little Okay. Uh, no, it's not like a Roman candle. A Roman candle. That's shoots. what was set off at me. Yeah, it didn't okay. shoot in the sky. A black though. cat. You know what an M eighty is? It's just like basically a little thing that explodes. It's like a oh, um, okay. smaller version of that, basically. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Fireworks. Fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't get why people get all like, fucking like excited about fireworks because they're just. It's like you see them for about five minutes and you're like, okay, cool. You know, I don't what know. Do it just think, doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, I passed out this year before they started because I was just like, I need to, I, I just, I, I got really blackout drunk because I was like, I don't want to have to deal with the fireworks. And then I woke up in the morning and my neighbor's telling me that there was a trash fire out in front of our apartment building. I'm like, oh, wonderful. <laughs> I slept all right through it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wonder how many people that were maintaining maybe sobriety before COVID have uh, fallen off the wagon since COVID started. <laughs> probably like a good What's amount I, I guess what are you talking about uh, uh, well <laughs> i heard it's something about that in in black lives matter or something like that i don't know i heard i heard there that. was a i heard there was a deadly virus going around uh it's malware on your phone it's called tiktok <laughs> that is actually true there was a software developer no. that reverse engineered the app and he like yeah he found all the shit on it and it's like oh yeah the Chinese what do, but are then fucking... what do I what do I know? I'm just a bartender, you know, my favorite bartender's AOC. <laughs> hey, maybe one day you can be a hot congresswoman too. 
She's what like, is she? Uh, she's like, is she a governor or a senator? Is she running for president? Stupid. She's a congresswoman. <laughs> what is the, what's uh, a, what's a, Listen, I don't know anything. I just, I always, I start my, I start my shift every day the same way, and I go, what color lipstick would AOC wear? <laughs> so, yeah. Well, what uh, size hoop is AOC wearing to the Zoom so meeting at the you, orgasm did, podcast? Sarcasm orgasm podcast. Yeah. Did they let um? Did they let y'all reopen for client, uh, like patrons yet, or is it only to go stuff? No, um, they have to. They everybody has to go. <laughs> it's really nice. Everybody has to leave. Um, so are they not enforcing open container? Because there's got to be a lot of open containers on the streets of New York right now. So what happened was during the to go, everything has to be in a plastic cup. So last year's narrative was save the turtles, the plastic, blah 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 blah. Now this year, it's like save yourself from coronavirus. Use a plastic cup. So everyone's using plastic cups, but now with phase two on Monday, I think the 28th it was, we were able to put out tables. So the mm -hmm. place I work at in particularly, it's very small. So the, we only have like two standing high top tables, but then there's another location and we have all outdoor seating that lines that we would do regardless of a pandemic or not. We just can't have people inside. And then we were going to have inside stuff. Um, I think it was supposed to be today for Monday and they just delayed that indefinitely and yeah. there's definitely a big part of me that's like yes because <laughs> i don't own a business you know i just work at one right but yeah it's, um, it's not looking good it's really not looking you mean good. you mean pandemic uh yeah <laughs> i never I, actually didn't watch that did you i haven't seen it i haven't but seen it I, you know the dumb thing about that is that they talk about how uh like how dumb and how wrong that is yet censor it if it's so dumb if it's so far-fetched and dumb why not let it be posted and be and so everybody can just make fun of it if it yeah. is that if that is the case well i, I post i posted some things where it that it gets blurred and it says this has been fact checked see why it's false and then when i click why is it false it says well some of the information here is partly true but not all of it is and i go but they don't they don't really go they don't go into detail like see more what we're talking about what's partially true what's not partially true so i'm like what is it that's not true like that's what that's what gets me about all that blurred you know stuff. i i've looked into i've done a lot of reading about this shit, and it's me definitely too. a an engineered virus we can tell like based on the yeah. the genome that we've mapped of it like there's mm -hmm. certain markers that that are ones that are not naturally occurring in nature that uh, geneticists use whenever they're, you know, working on like the, the idea being they're trying to like uh, figure out, I guess, how to combat it. But in reality, they make it a more virulent, like uh, pervasive virus, like uh, that's more aggressive whenever you do get it because it also has HIV uh, proteins on it. Like they, they genetically engineered this and uh that this certain protein allows it uh this is why people that get it get like super like their lungs are really fucked up from it because it's super aggressive when you do get it but a lot of people have already natural immunity to it because it's a pre-existing engineered coronavirus so if you've had like a cold in the past um you could not only get it and never know it you could test positive for it uh even though you don't actually have it because if it's testing positive for antibodies that were uh, produced for a pro for a cold you had in the past, you still have those antibodies. So it could say you had COVID. In reality, you just had the same strain of that virus, like yeah. possibly years ago. You know, you it, that's why the numbers I think are bullshit because there's so many variables well, at play that, that that dictate that. Go ahead, sir. Yeah. Um, no, I don't see. I don't know if it's genetically engineered or not, but I definitely think the things that are happening are happening to get rid of things like cash and other like i think i think oh yeah i think that's it's, i like i don't like i it's definitely a possibility if it was whether it's a lab or somebody was selling backdoor animals at a wet market or something like or we were just digging up in the rainforest and something happened but there, it's definitely a crisis not going to waste because i think last year the narrative was oh school shootings mate cafe shootings and pulse nightclub shootings like uh, shootings are the thing we need to we need to be safe from we need we need this 
all these safety things because now like all this contact tracing is happening for our safety our benefit but really it, it was used for stuff for like the protests and people it's were already been re- exactly it's it. like yeah yeah that's how you know it's bullshit the reasons are bullshit because yeah. they've already repurposed repurposed i say it was always the real purpose is tracking and they're they're just yeah. uh, expanding the surveillance infrastructure right now. And in order to roll it out, because I saw a Vice piece um, from HBO. Vice is not the most credible. Well, I'm not going to say that it is. But this particular piece was about the Chinese They're like, we're going to inject ourselves with the listen, virus. Listen to me. This particular <laughs> piece was monitor. about... <laughs> I hate you. The Chinese government's facial recognition software that exists already in China on a like widespread um, scale... Uh, and yeah. that's how people like get into their apartments. That's how they get into right. their work. Yeah. Like, it, it, like when you walk up. Yeah, exactly. Right. Human Yelp rating. All of that shit already exists in China. Um, right. well, that's, and that's I saw that and I thought they're going to, they, like I know they want that here. Yeah. I was like, I well, know they well, do. How are they going to yeah. do it though? And then well, COVID they, happened. Yeah. Well, the argument is like, um, we need to be just as good as China, if not better, because it's, you know, China versus us when really, it's really not China versus anything or US versus anything or red versus blue. It's just Elite and not and just these tech companies. And if you look at who, who runs like all these uh, like Israeli intelligence agencies, it's all like people that used to work for Google and they're like New York based companies, but they're really Israeli companies. Now I'm just going to sound anti-Semitic, but whatever. Like they're just implicating like all these smart cities and smart cities are getting all this like really good press right now and like oh look your your sick neighbor can't get her diabetes right now because of covid but now this little robot will deliver it to her and yeah. just like crazy things like that but well it's <laughs> it's gonna be we're gonna see because like, if you look at WebMD, they're like eight out of 10 people recover without a hospital. So it's like, then why the fuck did we shut down every single business, tell them they can only operate at 25% capacity, but then to maintain normalcy, we tell them, oh, rent is still due on the first. Like, thank God that is still normal. <laughs> the, the reality is, and the numbers suss out to show this, if you look at the numbers, if you're under the age of 70, you stand like a less than half of 1% chance of yeah. dying from this. So you're going to tell me that you have like a 99 point, you know, maybe 99.9% chance of surviving. If, even if you get it, even if you get it, you could get it and never even have symptoms. But even if you got it right. and had those symptoms, right. you still yeah. have a 99% chance of surviving it if you're under 70, which let's be honest, we could, we could stand to thin out some boomers anyway. We need to thin some of these boomers out of here. Well, I've never had grandparents. Like mine, they're all pieces uh. of shit. So like I can't relate to like the grandparent thing or anything. And I and I think I did live with my family for the start of quarantine for two and a half months. But now yeah. after this, I never want to see them again. I, even if there's a vaccine, I never want to see them. I just want to keep them safe. <laughs> I will stay far the fuck away from my family. I don't, I don't, it's not safe. <laughs> well, the reality is that even with masks and all the social distancing bullshit, I mean, you're still never going to be able to like eliminate the possibility of, you know, that you could get it. And I feel yeah. like at a certain point we have to ask ourselves, is this, excuse me, is this worth it? Like, is it worth like just totally well, they're, destroying they're, our they're, economy? They're, like totally. Most of the people, most of the people in America are disgusting. They are overweight. They are, they're, they're, they're more at risk for it though. And they, like they, they don't wash their hands. Like, I mean, there's people like really that just started washing their hands. Like I, I, I live in Manhattan. Like I, I, you walk in the door, I wash my hands. Like there's these people that they really, this, they're like, Oh, I just started washing my hands. And it's like, well, you're the reason why we're sick. And then Cuomo was like, oh, we, 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 had to, we had to start cleaning the subways. We didn't know we had to clean the subways. Like, what do you mean you didn't know we had to clean the subway? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Subways, well, actually, the entire city of New York is pretty disgusting. But yeah, I know. the subways like can certain, be especially bad, for sure. There are certain com- comedians and, and comedy situations where I'm just like, ew, I should have always been wearing a mask. Like, some, for the, for the I don't, I wear a mask um, when I'm at work and, uh, I mean, but I'm pretty lax with it too also, but it's certain people, I mean, I'm not even going to bother arguing with people. Like if they want me to have the mask on, I'll wear the mask. But I'm also, I haven't really changed my, I would never really was like big for crowds or anything. I don't I'm know. the same way. I get anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're a comic. Yeah. You're just like, like last um, South by because it got canceled this year, but last year mm-hmm. um, I made the fucking stupid ass mistake of going to sixth street on the Saturday of the music weekend which is the most insane night of the whole festival right and i went and i had 
had gone to six to meet up with some people. And I was like, uh, I don't know if I should. And I went anyway. Oh my yeah. God. That it was, was like the epicenter. It, I started having a fucking goddamn panic attack there. This yeah. Was awesome, but, um, yeah. No, I don't like and it was, like that either. Yeah. And I, and I thought at the time, I remember thinking like something's going to happen, pop off something. You just can't have this many people this tightly. And I'm talking like you couldn't even move. It took me like yeah. probably 20 minutes to walk a block. Yeah, That's how fucking gross. crazy it was. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, and then that same night, sure enough, not exactly where I was at, but nearby where I had been at, there was somebody, there was a shooting. And I'm like, fucking, of course there was. Because oh, there's been a bunch of shootings. There's always going to be some shit that happens. Yeah. Really? In New York? Um, I didn't. Oh, that, like in the last like three days, there's been like 67. What? What are, what are y'all, Chicago now? Jesus. I don't know. I, I don't know. I think, I don't know. I mean. Are they related to the BLM protest stuff or is it pro- other shit? Yeah, it's probably that. And just like the mix of regular. But Black I mean, Lives most Matter every- brought to you by McDonald's. Mostly everybody left the city. It's like, if you have money, like you left. Um, and like the people that are left here are fucking crazy people like myself. Like I'm one of the more normal ones now. And for me, I'm just here to kind of watch the rest of it and work a little bit and then I don't really know what my next move is I want to go down to South Carolina I was going to do that after the fourth but they now have the 14 day quarantine thing and they're not really checking you and like like some countries you'll go to fly in somewhere and then you'll land elsewhere and you're like oh we're doing mandatory quarantine like in a hotel or something like okay cool and but for us it's more of like if something happens let's say I go to work within those 14 days that I was supposed to be quarantining after being on a list of flying then are you smoking crack no it's uh tobacco oh okay tobacco. you know what it is um so then <laughs> if, if something like somebody falls and hits their head and then i gotta give a statement while i'm at work then like it, my name's gonna come up and they're like well why were you even here you know you were just on a, you're supposed to be quarantined that's a ten thousand dollar fine now and so it's just not worth i think that it's, but you know, even when shit does reopen, like for y'all, because it still hasn't ever reopened yet, um, but it did here and then obviously shut down again. But it's like, yeah. even when it does, especially, especially in a city like New York, though, what I was going to say is because of how dense it is and how everywhere you go, like almost every single comedy club, the venues are tiny in basements and yeah. it's close. Yeah. You're not, it's not going to be the same anymore and it never will be. No. And it's, it, it sucks because a lot of what we build on as comedians in those rooms is the fact that everybody is in tightly packed like that. And it creates a a more, yeah, fuck yeah, it does. That's why it was like the saddest when a village lantern shut down their basement room. Um, that that was one of my favorite rooms. I know, but, but it was like one of my favorite rooms performing because of it being so dark, low ceilings, intimate, you know, and that creates an environment that is, you know, can I be bet, like I bet so fun. Karma Lounge is still open right now. <laughs> karma. Oh God. But <laughs> I fucking forgot about Karma. First half. My last my last show was uh was at the old man hustle and the New York Times came and they were mm. like, Why is this show not canceled? I'm like, because y'all are here. You're two people. That's half the audience. <laughs> that's <laughs> like, right. Rachel Rachel <laughs> Joan featured in the New York Times. Yes. Sorry, I brought up my own credit. That's a prestigious <laughs> guest I have today. Wow. Show your boobs, right? No, I'm kidding. No, it's not that kind of podcast. <laughs> I'm just joking. Nobody wants just... to see that. I'm gonna throw myself well, off this you, roof. You after. can't. You can't see anything on a podcast. Just so it's clear. Oh, uh, I thought it well, was like an audio recording. It is audio. I mean, a, a video. But I, I don't. I don't. I don't. It is, but I don't usually release the video part. I only do the. Oh, uh, that's where the money's at. People want the video. <laughs> I've been making promo clips for it that I've done like. I'll, I'll splice in stuff that we're talking oh, cool. about. Yeah. Um, me and a friend of uh, my best friend has helped me with it. And so, yeah, I try to do stuff like that. So it makes it more of a, do we, some, do we have an ad like, break coming up? Texture. No, I don't have any ads to, to hawk <laughs> and I don't have any shows either, nor does anyone else. Yeah. Well, I actually have a, I have a backyard show coming up after July, July 15th. We're going to have a date set, but we don't have it set right now because it's to be continued. That's cool. On standby. Yeah, yeah. I was actually backyard. thinking about that. Um, idea because like last another 
cool thing I did last South by was I went on uh, the east side of Austin and there's like warehouses and stuff. And there was a, uh, a show that happened and it was a couple like pretty solid bands. And like they were, the drummer was like on the loading dock and the parking lot was the, where the crowd was. And then the mm-hmm. band was like right in front of the loading dock. But if you like, as a comedian were on the loading dock, you could social yeah. distance Socially people around. Distance. It's so dumb. That word is so lame. No, but uh, you know what I think? I, I, I honestly really do think there's more of a social engineering component to all of this that people just, I don't think it's that they don't know that it's there. They just don't want to have to admit it to themselves that it's the truth because it's like really fucked up that they would do it. But I think it's like dehumanizing people. We go out, we see people around in masks. You can't see facial expressions yeah. you know, where you might smile at a stranger yeah. and say hello it, you don't do that anymore. And then now it's just, yeah. there's an impersonal sort of aspect to all of it. We don't communicate. All, that's another thing about BLM that I'm like, these conversations need to be happening. If I were, st- if we were still able to do comedy, these conversations happen in the comedy clubs every single night. You know, you know, I mean like, and not necessarily every situation, but comedians talk about shit and like, and people talk about shit together. And, and when we're out in, in settings where, you know, we all get together and socially drinking and well, what do you get, mean? Like, what would you be talking? I just feel about like it? the conversations that we're having, they get really contentious. Right. And they get even more contentious when they're I done. I don't know online. what contentious means. It means like heated, like it's they're They're just yeah. very, there's a lot of emotions running on all sides. And it's like, yeah. Well, cause this, everyone's been cooped up for three months too with their yeah. families in their one bedroom apartments in New York city. And yeah. they're all losing their minds. Um, oh yeah. Well, the BLM is, is very, um, it's a very empowering movement. And I've, as a very translucent person, I've looked up things that I should be doing. And I have found several articles put out by Black Lives Matter organizers uh, and leaders from dating back from 2017 to 2018. And they've made it very clear that I should be working towards getting a house so I can give it to a black person less fortunate than me. So that is what I'm devoting my life to at this time. Reparations. Okay. Good for you. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to get an apartment complex and let specifically black people, this is what they told me to do. Let them live there for free. Um, So that's what I'm working towards doing right now. Those are my goals. So take everything Donald Trump, our president's done and do the opposite. Right. Yeah. Okay. I get it. (laughs) Oh Mm. yeah. So it's yeah, interesting it's, when you really, really read what these people put out. It's like, what are we doing at this point? Like, what is this really all about? Like, what actually is Chase Bank doing? Like, they say they're doing all this shit, but what actually is Chase Bank doing? They're not making the world a better place. They're, they're. I don't know. I don't know what's well, really happening, but I think we're run by the mob. <laughs> oh, we certainly are. Uh, that's how the tax system works. Is it's the tax system is basically the mob. The the government's the mob going around taking their you know, collections on all the businesses yeah. that they, they fucking, uh, you know, coerce. And it's, it's like, there's, I think there's a lot of things that are going on. I don't think it's one single thing, but I think that the no. entire overall umbrella of all of it is, is mod, like more control and surveillance and um, just, they want to create more predictive uh, algorithms to be able to like know well, what yeah. behaviors are and they want like, to predict now, what we're going to say and do and think and uh, I joke like, and say like oh Karen will no longer call 911 because it's okay like the street lamps will do it for us along with your phone determining a pre-crime well yeah and what 5G is going to enable is it's all that's going to be happening at such quick speeds that it's going to be like real time and, and, and actually the implications of 5G, like, have you seen Batman um, where uh, you have you seen you haven't seen The Dark Knight with Heath Ledger? You've never seen that? No, I don't want to believe. It's wrong with you. That is such a, a lot. That, is, a that lot. was his like penultimate role as an actor. Like it was amazing. Anyway, well, whatever the case, they in, in the movie and this came, that movie came out like over 10 years ago now. They had this thing that was all uh, not real. It was like uh, a fake technology at the time, but it was basically um batman utilizing people's phones to like ping uh almost like sonar creates an image like to create mm-hmm. images of of what's going on uh like in a, in a right. homestead right like yeah. where the movements of the people in within the home itself and yeah uh, or or in anywhere and that, well, 5G then they, is, then they, that then, actually well, is happening now is what i'm saying yeah, Rachel. Well, that, that's well, now actually they, gonna they, be real 
Well, they could use that movement to realize that Brianna Taylor wasn't moving and she was asleep and not shoot her. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that one's a pretty cut and dry one. I think um, the, the obviously that, this that is something though that I, I, I think I was listening to Rogan. Of course I was, but like it was one of his guests talking about nope. And I was like, yeah, it's the truth. Nobody disagreed about George Floyd's murder being. Right, 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 right. We all were on that. the same page with that. Yeah. Right. We all were like, yeah, yeah. but Did not every police. <laughs> she does. Black people do not like her. They do not. Because that's what she was saying. And then she's like, but. Well, you know what? Candace Owens has been talking a lot about, like, uh, the lack of a two-parent household contributing to um, just bad outcomes in a general sense. And and that actually is true across all races. Single parent households, children are not. Yeah. Usually as are the the outcomes don't lead to case, as positive case, of case in point. So, it's funny cuz people have asked me nobody's asked me my opinion on this, but I That's why you don't embrace your yeah. Italian heritage, isn't it? Because of that. I'm like, I see. I'm like well, it's cuz I just don't like that side of my family. No, I have a piece of shit father and have I am I textbook in ways that things that I've done that probably I wouldn't have done if I had both set of parents a hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I also think I'm also not that bad. I've never been in jail actually, because I did have a mom that was so like, she was home. Like the thing is, cause then once the father's out of the picture, then the mother is now working out, out from the home. So then you're just kind of alone. So, but I was lucky where she was able to work from home. And so I think it helped mitigated some of the problems that come along with not have, with having an absent father. Not saying mm-hmm. like you're going to end up like a fucking lunatic, like loser, can't hold down a job, crackhead, with, you're going to end up dead with someone's knee on the back of your neck all the time. But you're just like, it does affect you. And I mean, obviously like everything else, you determine how it affects you, but it definitely has an effect on you and not in a positive way. But in some, yes, I don't think I'd be so funny. <laughs> well, the interesting thing about it is that um, the, the Democrats programs that, that that have been created and this goes back all the way back to the civil rights they're era. all bad democrats they've actually <laughs> yeah they've led to bad outcomes for black yeah. people so we talk about the systemic problems that exist and it's like yeah and they were mostly created by democrats like this it's, like it's welfare all by rich people it's, it's right of it. course it's, of course but i'm saying yeah. like the, the legislation was passed under democratic um majorities but like yeah to me um like you look at uh, black people leading up to the Civil Rights Act uh, had the highest percentage of two parent households in a, of any demographic. They had the highest leading up to the Civil Rights Act with the Civil Rights Act. Since that point, it's steadily declined. They've incentivized not being married as far mm-hmm. as financial government incentives. And so right. they've said incent- welfare incentivizes not working. All those things incentivize it. it. And and the welfare system is so fucked because when my mother lost her job, she she was working from home for eight years taking care of her grandma, my great grandma, right? So she -hmm. she passes away. My mom loses her income. She we then have to go on like food stamps, I think it was. And then the second my mom got like a little part time job that did not cover anything that she like really needed and they they took the food stamps away even though you could she could clearly put on paper you know this is how much i got to pay for this bill and this bill and this is you know my food this is what's coming in it's not enough but they don't they don't see it like that they're like oh once you have some income you got to be off it so there's no it's either one extreme to the next like you're off you can't like they don't want you to work at all exactly like there's what's the incentive to, to get off at that well i'm i've been on unemployment and like like a lot of people in this country right now you're seeing I'm actually, it's more financially incentivized for me to not work than it is to work. It's crazy. That's why, that's why AOC is so happy right now because we're living in the Green New Deal, basically. (laughs) Mm. Um, It's, and then it's so interesting because the unemployment is, you look at that number and then you look at these fees of what you'll find you'll be hit with for if you break the quarantine if you know you go from state to state you're supposed to quarantine it's about just the same so it's like you know what just take your fucking blood money back i don't even want it well yeah but that to me that's also like the stated reasons like we already said with like uh protesting and stuff that's all mechanisms for them to be able to just socially engineer society as they see fit well i wanted to add so it's it's now becoming impossible to not have a phone i it's so funny i was i was on a date and we went down to the the brooklyn domino park 
and mm-hmm. we were getting food and they're there. They tell us, Oh, you need to pull it up on your phone and order through your phone. And I'm going, okay, what if, what, the, what do you mean? What do I need an app? No, no, it's just the website. Okay. What if I don't have Wi-Fi? Oh, we have Wi-Fi. What if I don't have a phone? <laughs> and, I'm like, and I'm like freaking out and they're like, dude, just calm down. I got a phone and data. I'm like, it's not about that though. <laughs> I've legit like, considered making a switch back to a flip phone. Like legit, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to do it exactly. You can I mean, yeah. you could, it would just make your life a lot more difficult, which is like, that's why it's stupid because it's like people say, you know, you, you have the choice, but in reality, if you want to participate meaningfully in society in this day and age, you don't have a choice. You either have to like submit to being surveilled, surveilled, um, yeah. at all times or you don't. And it's like, that's right. not the, you can't use the phone if you don't like so it's like yeah. it would be pointless to even buy it if you can't if you're not going to submit to all these bullshit ass right um, yeah allow you know, okay, violations yeah yeah it, it there's and there's really the the thing that people don't realize is we we have all these different uh battles between you know right left uh red blue all that democrat republican but on all the key shit they're all in lockstep and that's like yeah. all the like Patriot Act and uh, the uh, what was the other one they passed recently? The contact tracing was was unanimous, I'm pretty sure. And mm-hmm. like all these things that are fucking us, they're mm-hmm. all on the same yeah. team, which is team, I mean, that's not that's why I laugh. us. Yeah. I mean, here in New York, they're very extreme of defund the police, defund the police, defund the police. And I personally know social workers that are like, I don't want to go on domestic calls. And yeah. then, it, it, and, and it's like, okay, do I think the police need to restructure themselves? Have I been in situations where I've had to literally look them in the eye and say, shame on you. I called you for help and you're causing more problems than good. Yes, yes, yes. There's, they, they do need some tweaking, but to go ahead and just go one extreme and say defund completely. Are you out of your mind? Okay. Cause then there's just going to be privatized military police and you're not going to like that system much better. <laughs> Well, it'll be federalized is what would happen. And like, you're going to see that they, they want that. That actually is beneficial because the thing that keeps um, the larger form of government in check is the lower forms of government having some form of leverage or some form of, you know, systems uh, to have checks and balances. And what they want is to eliminate all those checks and balances. They don't, they want uh, states to be basically completely uh, devoid of any sort of real power as far as their yeah. governments. And that way it's all concentrated at a federal level. It's already like that a lot as it is, but it's like, they want it. They want to even expand that even more. And we're only seeing what you said about cash. It's funny because I actually did acid on Easter and uh, <laughs> I have it. It's on my fridge. I should grab it. It's uh, I, I signed a dollar. Cause I was like, when I was on acid, I thought this is not going to exist in, in a de- by the end of the decade. I, I feel it's like not, it'll be, yeah, there'll be cash. I think cash will still be accepted, but they're not going to be making any more. Yeah. Cash. For like a blow job, <laughs> like for like the under, no, like, um, I mean, it's then they can track people. every expenditure we make every yeah. single one. They can track. I mean, it. you, you go around the city. There's already a ton of places that are, aren't, we're not, sorry, no cash card only. Sorry. Contact list. It's safe. It's safe that way. It's safer. It's safer. Just tap your phone. It's safer safer shut the yeah. fuck up this city was never safe number one okay it uh, it's uh, it, the crime it's it's very interesting because two days before george floyd was killed this man who had given me a fake 20 dollar bill a year prior he came back and i recognized him i didn't really know where i recognized him from i thought i just recognized him from him coming there i served him his drink i went to cash it out i realized it was fake and i held it in his face i said you got another bill for me because this one ain't gonna work and he still owe me from last time he goes oh i'm just trying to get rich quick and now I'm thinking in my head, it's a pandemic because if this was still the pandemic, it was two days before this guy was killed for the exact same reason. And I, I, in my head, I'm like, am I going to call the cops? Do I want three cop cars here right now? People already don't want to drink as it is. It's already difficult. Um, you know, what if he gets violent? What if something's going to happen? Who knows? Should I rip the bill and give it back to him? So I take back the drink. I give it back to him and I say, get the fuck out of here. I don't ever want to see you again. Cause I remember you from last time. And that's the end of it. Right. Two days later, the whole thing with George Floyd happens. Then there's race riots going by. We have to be closed. I'm closed in the middle of the day because I'm seeing a guy pass with a baseball bat, hitting an Uber, you know, like all these peaceful protests. Um, and then the thing with Soho happens, all that crazy shit. The guy comes back again when I wasn't there and he tries to use a fake hundred dollar bill. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? So then he comes back two days later when I was there and I saw him and he, I go up to him and 
to the window and he, he just goes, oh shit. And so then he walks away and I walk outside and I go after him. I go, are you fucking kidding me with everything that's going on? Go fucking use it at Target or Trader Joe's. You're coming here again trying to, he goes, why are you yelling at me? How do you know what I'm going to do? I'm like, well, are you here to pay me back from last year? <laughs> He's like, no, I don't have any money. I'm like, fuck you. But I'm, I was insane because I had friends there, but it was like, great. So this guy could have like just cracked you in the jaw. Like you're insane. Yeah. Well, but the con, the con artists that are very, they're at a high right now. Like I see, I see some shit happening. I'm not, I'm not stupid. I'm very, very street smart. Um, I'm not, you know, the best in everything else in my life, but I can predict things six steps ahead. And it's just, it's just been very interesting to watch. You could, I mean, commit a crime and you're out within an hour in New York city yeah. right now. Like everything is, yeah, the, the, the decriminalizes the, the plastic cups, um, smoking weed, nobody cares, pissing yeah. in the streets. It's, uh, I mean, the mayor like, puts out messages saying, don't call us. He's like, try to talk to your friends in the neighborhood because they're going with this narrative that it's a race thing. And it's like, what are you talking about? It's not, it's a class thing. <laughs> and anybody of intelligence, it doesn't matter what color your skin is, can recognize that. I, I like it's, a, it's, it's an air thing these people got a little taste of blood down in soho they threw their bricks and everything and and i get it it's like all right well why we gotta look at why we're looting but it's just people don't care that's why you laugh if you see these videos where these kids are the frat boys they're in the apartments they're like no we're on your side and they get a brick thrown through there is no side it's just a taste of violence and then you get antifa and i'm like you know i would join antifa but hot topic is closed right now so i can't really get a uniform <laughs> i i don't get the i i did not understand the protesters that uh, they were fucking up small businesses. It's like, okay, if you're going to go after well, big corporations, maybe, but if you're going to fuck with small business, these people are, are like everyone else. They're, they're struggling. Like you're fucking them no. over. That's bullshit. here's the thing. Here's the thing. I know a situation personally, I'll talk more about it off the phone that where <laughs> I, I saw, I, I, somebody was breaking in and I saw it happening and I alerted the neighbors and they woke up because, and uh, later found out it, it, it was more of like a personal thing and someone was taking advantage of the time to blame it on looters. So I think, I don't know if that's with everybody's little small business. Well, but I think it, it you're right. Like you said, it's anarchy across all different <laughs> yeah. ways for so sure. If you, if, you, if you had, it was like, it was like the purge that week here in New York. It was a little freaky, like with the, with the curfew and everything. And, uh, it was like, if you had enemies, like they were coming to take advantage that week. <laughs> yeah. So here, here's something that I, I think it is a succinct way to like put it, but I feel like it, it expresses how I feel about it. COVID is the new terrorism. And I say yeah, that in the course, sense that yeah, it's, it's we the, need an enemy. enemy. We need something to be yeah. afraid of. We need something to always think that maybe it's going to come after and kill us at some point. In this case now, it's I a different so. intangible enemy because terrorism is, is as intangible right. Right. as Last COVID. Year was ISIS. It's an idea. You can't, yeah. you can't defeat an idea, right? Yeah. And you can't defeat a virus either. It, it's impossible. It'll, it'll mutate. It'll, it'll change into something else and it'll still be here in a different form. You can never kill it. And it's like the idea that we're going to ever have safety and like we have to like sacrifice all of this for that is such ridiculous nonsense yeah, that yeah. like my dad's 70 and he I was like have you has, have you ever experienced in your life anything like this and he's like no I have you know even at, over 70 years living in this country yeah. nothing like this has ever happened well, in his life and I it's think like, I think I think it's a matter of time before we're back to throwing sticks and stones and it's funny because the the, the time leading up to this like for me like I, I wasn't on the I really enjoyed the two and a half month break I'm not gonna lie I kind of just felt like, cause I walk around the city and I just see people living their just dumb lives. And I'm like, this is such a fragile system where something just has to give, like, it's just, it's not, it's not fun. It's not as exciting. Like something's going to happen. And then like this whole thing happened. And a lot of what I was talking about on stage where I don't know if, what people thought about it, but I was really kind of speaking mostly about how in school they teach history with the intention for it not to repeat itself. So we have to teach it and learn it three times each and study it and take tests and chapter quizzes and finals and all this and just really study it with the intention for it to not repeat itself. And I think that's a recipe for it to only repeat itself. And it's literally repeating itself because there's a race war starting and I think there will definitely be some sort of civil war. And I can only hope to be wrong. 
it, it's problematic because I mean, I'm not going to say that there haven't been plenty of unjustified killings of black people in this country by law enforcement. There absolutely have. But also there have also been unjustified killings of white people. Tony Tempo, this guy in Dallas, this was a few years back, um, called the police because he was a paranoid schizophrenic and he took something. He took some drug. I don't even know what, but he called them because he was worried about his own safety, like within his, his mental illness. They yeah. showed up. They ended up fucking doing the exact same thing that happened to Floyd. Happened yeah. to him. They knelt on him for a long period, even longer actually than Floyd, and he ended up dying. Did you see that in any mainstream no. media coverage? No, fuck well, no, you didn't because to, he's that white. That goes back to mental problems, like schizophrenic. I mean, I've got a schizophrenic cousin, and that shit is. I mean, there's there's no more. There's there's nowhere. There's no mental hospitals anymore. Like there used to be mental hospitals, like maybe like. I don't know, 80 years ago, like there's not now. It's just, there's a, there's a, a psych ward in hospitals, but there's not like a place for these people to go. And health insurance is such a, such an obstacle. You know, they can't afford their $80 pills. It's get, literally like the movie Joker. Yeah. I never actually saw it. I wanted to see no, it, but I didn't. But what you said and what happened to that guy, Tony Tempa, and I've had it happen yeah. is, is that you call the police to help yeah. you and they end up yeah. fucking you that happened to me i got a diamond stolen from me and this was in dallas by another comedian who was like my best friend in dallas at the time like i had hung out with him more than anybody else and he needed a crash a couch to crash on i let him stay at my place and he fucking uh utilized that opportunity to fucking steal from me and yeah. i called the police i had a list of people that i had as suspects because he wasn't the only one uh, at first i just mm-hmm. suspected it was him and uh and then they turned out that it was him they had all the information about it they had him where he did uh took it to sell it to pawn it um uh-huh. his all his information id his signature everything it yeah. was open and shut that he did it but because right. he fucking threw some shit at the wall with them and said that i uh was like a drug user or something is what i heard in court later uh when they you were reading court? about i had to yeah i had to go fight to try to get this back anyway ended up um, I was deemed to not cooperate and I didn't cooperate because they wanted my phone. And I'm like, why? Right. Yeah. What do you need my phone for? This is right. ridiculous. You have all yeah. the uh, evidence you need yeah. to, to put him, you know, to, yeah. to charge him. And because he literally just threw shit against the wall and it, about drugs, said the word drugs, and I didn't realize well, it at the time. What does that mean to do with the other? But I, well, I know, I know, but I didn't yeah. realize it at the time. But, but he planted a seed in this detective who was working on the case, uh, oh. his mind. And now all this guy thought was this was drug related. And he was trying to right. dig deeper and find, that's why he wanted my phone. And I refused that. Because of that, I was deemed to be not cooperating. And was it a he, ring? When like he, a diamond when he, ring? Yep. Mm-hmm. It was a $5,000 ring. And um, whenever they gave that over to the DA to decide whether to pursue charges, they they just dropped it because it's easy when the person that is the complainant, I guess, or the plaintiff is not cooperating. They're just not going to bother with it. And on top of that, I had insurance coverage that I couldn't make a claim on because I was deemed not cooperating with the investigation. Um, All because I did not want to hand over my fucking phone to a detective that there was no reason he needed my phone. Who's he wanted to say me to you like had a phone prove. anyway. Yeah. Because what I was saying was this guy stole from me. Right. Um I didn't know he was going to do it and what well, he was what saying Well, what if you didn't even have a phone? <laughs> well, yeah. But I made a mistake because he asked if I had any text messages on my phone that proved right. like that Eddie claimed that he didn't do it or something. And, and even though it was clear that he did and right. there was nothing yeah. on my phone clear cut to even de- demonstrate that. There were some like ones that were iffy, like you could interpret it as maybe, but it was so like. So what ended up too, happening? Great. Did you get the uh, ring back? Nope. They gave it back to the jewelry store. No. I got, I got a $5,000 ring stolen from me by Eddie Trevino, a comedian in Dallas. He was a piece of shit. And uh, yeah, I never, I never got it back. And I lost. That's fucked everything. up. I'm I gonna, lost I'm gonna, all I'm gonna tweet claim him. to it and insurance even. Yeah, it was really fucked up. But all of that happened because I called the fucking police to show yeah. up because I had something stolen and they ended yeah. up fucking fucking me. Yeah. They, 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 That's why they we have to me. burn down a police station to get justice for your race. I'm still not anti-law enforcement. I mean, who am I going to call if somebody breaks into no. my house or fucking, Dude, you know. I, I beat up like at least three cops a more every morning. All female because I want to be equal. <laughs> 
Well, um, that's a problem that uh, we've had with uh, training, you know? <laughs> Lost well, it's, what is it, like a, a year of high school? Oh, I'm talking about combat training, <coughs> fighting. Like that guy yeah. in uh, Atlanta that just recently got killed by the cops. That one was a lot more gray. But um, the, the guy beat I, the I shit out of two cops. Not even just one, but two cops. And then he was The Wendy's, the taser? He, mm-hmm. That yeah. was, see, that was crazy because there was like peep, kids in cars and like they just were shooting bullets. And he, he, he's running away. I mean, like, yeah, he's not good. He should be in their custody. But like, the fact that he's running away, you can't, he's not, he's not endangering you. Like to shoot him, like when it was like five times. It was Supposedly, <laughs> I read that he had fired, as he was running away, he had turned back to fire another taser uh, shot at the cop. Yeah, but it's a taser. He wasn't near the, you have to be near the cops to tase them. Well, then, then the a white girl burnt down the Wendy's. <laughs> I have uh, the video of that. I saved that. The, <laughs> like, for one, there's, there's an argument that people have made that says a taser is not the same as a gun and that didn't merit him using a gun when all the other guy had, even though it was uh, not necessarily deadly to the police officers. <laughs> If they're going to shoot, they should have shot in the foot, okay? There was no reason to shoot him in the back and kill him. They don't teach officers to shoot. They, you shoot center mass. That's where you have the most likelihood no, of hitting the target. There was too many kids around to just shoot straight bullets like that. Well, that one was you bad. know, I'm not going to disagree with you and say that shooting a man in the back is not fucked up. I, it is. But also, I hate that we never say... <sighs> it's like that Bill... You remember that Bill Burr? special about hitting uh the bit about hitting women he's like you can never ask questions right he's like it's like you're all you're left with is that no, there's nothing about no, no. the lead up the lead up you was, should always was ask what, questions but i literally watched the whole video of that one so but, these, but think about it L- listen these cops showed up the moment they showed up that guy was going to jail he was fucking fucked up he was drunk as fuck he was they gonna actually, be go- he was going no, to jail his car actually wasn't i don't think he was driving it when they got here they tricked him and was like you gotta move your car and he was well, like, okay. And that's when they got him on drinking and driving. I mean, if that were the case, that's, that's definitely a, an element of fucked up to, that, to add to it. But nonetheless, they, weren't, they were trying to put him in cuffs and arrest yeah. him and put him in no, jail. No, if no, the no, guy he wasn't, he wasn't doesn't decide to sure. start fucking fighting them and punch one in the face, even if I, as a white guy, punch somebody in, a cop in the face, I wouldn't be surprised if they pull their gun out. Like, why would I be? Like, they how are you going to get aggressive with a cop they and they're going to, well, I've, I mean, I've I'm, seen all my, I'm saying is I've that. Seen my, I've seen my brother get pretty aggressive. I've seen my pit bull get pretty aggressive with a cop, jump on a cop once because my brother was, I think, fighting a cop and nobody was shot. <laughs> well, <laughs> if we were I, darker, I, I'd be missing a family member. There, right There now. is certainly <laughs> a problem. There are, there are elements of different law enforcement uh, agencies, I think, throughout this country that have things that need to be rooted out, like bad, yeah. like systemic things. Overall, though, I don't, I don't agree that it's as big of a problem as people say. I think there were like 13 black men killed, unarmed black men killed. Um, it's a, every single one of those is a problem, but it's not like this. When you, when you put it in context of the hundreds of thousands of police interactions with civilians and police that happen in this country every single day over the course of one year, to have that number juxtaposed towards that to that, then you're like, okay, well, maybe it's not as big of a problem as we're trying to make it. Like you, it's the same thing with COVID. You could take something that is a problem, maybe not a major one, but it is a problem, and then yeah. blow it up into creating this major, bigger thing than it really actually is. And I think that's exactly what what's happened. I don't know. I mean, and yeah. I'm, you know me. I mean, like I talked to Derek about the what's his face, Rayshard uh, Brooks. One, I text him. I'm like, I want to. I want to talk to you about this. You know, like killing with the memes. Derek is so funny with the memes. Yeah, no, I love DT. He's uh, him and I had a conversation mm-hmm. about BLM though, and I, you know, it, it sucks. What's because his I, opinion? I, feel like I you did want to listen to that episode. He's, I, I mean, he's 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 for the movement. I try to tell him like it's been co-opted. When your when your movement is sponsored by like Target and fucking yeah. you know Lowe's and shit. I don't know, but and it, they're it loses trying to praise its, a white man named Joe Biden. Like, why aren't they? Why aren't they sponsoring a black man? <laughs> Joe Biden, the same Joe Biden who was the spearhead of the crime bill passed in the '90s, that has led yeah. to the systemic uh, exponential uh, growth and in, uh, incarceration of black men in this country. Want to talk about systemic problems? They were created by your fucking candidate. The same BLM is uh, moving that money to the DNC. That's where the money's going. All donations are being yeah. funneled to Democrat. 
uh, the Democratic Party. So, um, um, are we even going to talk about <laughs> Maxwell and Epstein and all that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, my aunt, my aunt Ghislaine, she's this. This is this is this is my thing. People crack me up because they're like, "Oh, she's going to suicide herself." Whatever, whether she does, whether they, whether the guards, first of all, are prisoners in there as well. Security guard prisoners are are inmates as well. The people that own the prisons are people like like Nick Kroll, like his family, like and like everybody. They just own private. Gates owns a bunch. Is of that for prisons, real? Okay, the Kroll. I think family? so. Oh, I think, wait, yeah, I, I, I was that. reading that. Yeah, that's, yeah. And then Jenny's like, I'm going to resign. It's like, we'll put her to jail in one of those. <laughs> so it's like, so the guards are in, they're prisoners too. So I think like, I don't think, people think Epstein's still walking around. I don't think that. I don't think he was killed by Hillary. I think the guards told them that what the, whatever they, they told the inmates, whatever they told them to get them, to get rid of them. And they hid their eyes. If, and it's a game were- for them. If I were to make an argument on why he might still be alive, it would be because a guy of that level of influence and power and, and, and intellect, because you don't, you don't do that. He's not the guy. The guy is Leslie Wexner, the owner of Victoria's Secret, L Brands, Bath and Body Works, richest billionaire in Ohio. That was Epstein's only client for a while, and he was the one that was paying him all the money and he was managing all of his stuff. Like Leslie Wexner is like, like Jeffrey was just like a little tiny piece and even just Lane, whatever the fuck. I mean, her whole family, they're all just like little pieces and a bigger thing. I had not heard any of this information about this guy from Victoria's Secret. I'll send you it all. (laughs) So that's an interesting thing. I mean, yeah, Yeah. it's all tied in. The Clintons are involved. The Clintons are fucking involved to a, a high degree. Um, yeah. Somebody posted a, a a meme. It was like Ghislaine uh, popping up in memes like a a fucking sexual uh, ch- child sex trafficking Forrest Gump or something <laughs> like just. In- I mean, yeah, <laughs> like the way they like publicize her, like Carmen San Diego, which is like, what do you like? First of all, like you you can contact trace some random person in Crown Heights, like where they're protesting, but you can't find Ghislaine Maxwell who just bought a house seven months ago and uh, wherever the fuck they've arrested her was. I think it was New Hampshire. Well, like, what you- yeah, no, I, and what I was going to say is that I feel like anybody like of that level, even of an Epstein, even if he's not the top, if he, he was a billionaire, a dead man switch. If it, it's basically, if you get murdered, you have that yeah. dirt and that's your, that's your leverage to stay alive if people want to kill you. And if I were somebody that didn't, uh, that, that Epstein had dirt on, if I was Bill Clinton, then of course I would probably have to consider like, what happens if I do this? And he has some sort of fucking mechanism that's ready to be deployed at his death that fucks me overall in the long run. So there yeah, is that. I feel like that could other. be. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what they're yeah. doing. But it's like, who has the blackmail? Um, everybody obviously thinks Epstein had a lot of dirt. Uh, they're all so, fucking, because they're all fucking kids. They're all just keeping each other's secrets. They're fucking each other's kids. Epstein and Trump go back as far oh, as yeah. like, in the 80s with like real estate and they would like fuck each other over with like property and and show each other property and the other one would buy it and that's why he then called the about the minor in mar-a-lago because he was trying to get trump back for that but he was just they're just they all they just play with each other like they're nuts i think there's gonna be somebody that ends up being a patsy not like a lower level high enough that people buy it it's somebody they put it all on like they they that way they can get the public kind of uh approval of like justice was done here yeah then when there's uh, not. and it's like lee harvey oswald you know like they they need somebody to villainize uh right. and we will we'll probably get that with glane i feel like but it's not going to be anybody that really was a, at a level that right. actually had influence of any kind of bet no so, look but at, it'll look it'll placate Western, people yeah. enough to shut up about it uh what yeah. what's the name leslie herbert wexner leslie wexler <laughs> Less I feel like that was the name of the Adam Sandler character or no, it was Sandy Wexler. (laughs) He had a fucking Netflix movie. By the way, did you watch the Netflix documentary uh, of uh, Epstein that came out? No, I haven't. I actually don't watch Netflix. I'm a weirdo. They definitely don't mention anybody of really importance. Like that's had ties to him for sure. But um, you know what? You know what? I was the biggest little bullshit. The, some of the girls 
ended up becoming like pimps for him, basically. So the women right. were a lot of the women were as culpable in creating this well, ring all, as as he was. I mean, they, they, these some of these girls are so young, so then you're just like groomed. And if you talk, and and they, there are women like, that speak yeah, about bring me another stay. woman to rape, and I'll give you two hundred bucks. Yeah. And they're like, okay, <laughs> yeah, like there's just like. Okay. It's just a different way of living. Like there's so they have so much money. They're just so paranoid about it disappearing, and so they're just everyone that stays with them at their house. Like everyone's under surveillance of cameras, and it's 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 just too much money. <laughs> and and really, I don't think that that's even scratching the surface on the yeah. money. And but like I think it goes even even into more fucked up shit than just the pedophilia. I think. I think at the highest levels, there's like sacrificial. Do you think they're drinking There's sacrificial shit going on. See, that's where I'm I start, where I start to be like, I don't know, but maybe I don't know. Who knows? But then, then there's like you know the, all those those like QAnon people that are like Trump is under the tunnels of Central Park and helping free these children. I'm like, I don't know if that's happening. No, I I think that the whole anonymous thing was compromised already. I don't I don't buy in because now anybody can just say that and and say that this is do you, you think know, tom hanks is drinking the blood of children uh, i don't know have you I read just posted on my instagram a glove today i because uh, that's what he does a glove that was the whole uh the whole right. fucking uh pedophilia conspiracy about him came out because of one of those glove pictures i literally just posted one today because i saw a random glove just like he does but one of them had like a pedophilia acronym above it funny. but it could have been an acronym for something completely different also um, right. but it will but it was the same acronym as ped, as a pedophilia uh ring that's been identified by like the cia and shit that they've the posted blue out. one well there's a couple that's one of them but yeah. this was like uh letters. that's the one i'm a part of <laughs> this is how like uh these people find like on the dark web or whatever they find like whatever they're you know wherever these yeah. people uh, there was, there advertise because it's obviously not on fucking go- not on a google search Oh, actually, there was maybe. a point where I almost entered the dark web um, during quarantine, uh, but I didn't do it because I, I don't know. I, I just didn't how do, do you, it, but I wanted to do it. How do you enter the dark web? I, I don't even understand really what that is. Is it like a VPN? So, so, uh, you could, well, I would, yeah, you'd want to use that to, to get on it. But it, uh, like Silk Road is like a, it's, it's, that's like a browser for it. Um, it'd, it'd be like an Internet Explorer. It's called Silk Road. That was one of them that I found. I forgot, but I, I mean, I have all the stuff on my phone, but, um, it's because, so in quarantine, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm my the family that I was with, they, they had the press conferences on every day. So I would be forced to watch it. And I would sit there and like write down certain sound bites that Trump would say, and then I'd make memes out of it. That's a plug. You guys can look at my memes. So, um, then I remember years ago, I watched a video of him saying um democrat no republicans are the most dumbest people ever if i were to run for president i would run as a republican because i could get their votes i could say anything on fox news and they'd eat that shit up right and i was like oh let me try to find that video because i remember watching that video back in like 2015 on youtube and i go to find it and you can't find it all you can find are the oprah interviews and then i start to dig even further and apparently that became a meme they pulled that quote and put it as a meme and it's been debunked on CNN, uh, Fox, MSNBC, like everywhere did a segment about debunking this meme saying that it's not true. And there was Reddit, I don't really go on, but you mentioned it. And there was Mm -hmm. all these like Reddit forms of people saying, I swear I watched the video. And I'm like, I know I watched this video because I'm not- So they're saying it never even existed is what they're saying? they're saying yeah so i remember all i remember was a black background him it was him he's in a black suit tie and it was he was speaking to one other person because they'll say they argue and say that the it, it was the oprah interview and that's not what he said he actually said he run as democrat and da, 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 da. but it doesn't matter because i know what i watched and i literally didn't even think about this until five five years later and it wasn't even because i saw the like written out meme it was i watched it but the screen recording wasn't a thing back then and there's all these people describing the same interview and we're like we swear we watched it but then there's like other people that are like y'all are fucking crazy but i'm like it's it's i don't know isn't that like a theory or something that when everybody's describing it it's called it i don't know like it's fake but i i 100 think it's real so that's what got me curious and like really diving into like what the fuck is going on and then it's like you look at like um 
uh, like Michael Hastings. I did you do you know about him? I know the name. Remind me yeah. again. I mean, he was just a reporter that got like he met the tree. Like he was being investigated by the FBI, and his car just like was like you know one of those OnStar kind of cars, and it, it out of control, just really yeah. like 140 miles at four in the morning in LA, just right into a tree, and the whole engine like nobody's hurt, just him killed. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, um, well. And then, 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 uh, then like, the FBI kind of has, like, certain things, like, public, too, you can find on the internet. And there's just, like, just things with, like, I don't know, just, like, Disney and, like, all, they're all just, like, intertwined. <laughs> and I worked for Disney, and they, and I witnessed very fucked up things while I was there. So I was, like, if they're able to do that to me over my locker of money, then, like, what are they doing on a bigger scale, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think that a lot of the I sound crazy. A lot of the no, I don't think that's that crazy to say because I think a lot of the they they hide in plain sight these people and yeah, a lot of the and then time they stole it's, us it's with these with these movies. Like, look, at, my friend was just telling about I should watch the movie The Purge, like all four of them right now. It's like what's happening. I'm like, no, that's they're trolling us. <laughs> yeah, well, it's um, predictive or rather, uh, it's like. I, there's a term for it. I forget what it's called. It's like, it's basically like uh, planting things in the collective minds of society that are going to be actually happening. Like you've seen it happen. I mean, uh, V for Vendetta, that movie that came out, mm -hmm. I mean, it came out a while ago. It's, uh, it's takes place in the same fucking year. It's in 2020, yeah, yeah, yeah. a pandemic yeah. and like a global control of a totalitarian, you know, government that's trying to fucking, you know, be God. And that's exactly yeah. what we're trying to do now. And yeah. it's like people are uh, so concerned with nonsense, typically. Oh, they're concerned with digging up tweets from 10 years ago and getting someone fired from a job that they're going to get laid off from if they haven't been already. <laughs> like, that's what their people are concerned about. <laughs> Yet again, too, lack of context, never given context. If somebody said something that in the time they said it, it was not a controversial thing to say, I don't think you can use that against them in the current yeah. time. You, that's not giving them credit for being an, a human being who can evolve in their yeah. thoughts. You, you can know, also like you say, who's to say they really typed it? It's a, electronic. It's not you. And it, yeah, exactly. You know? It's really easy to, uh, to make a tweet. Like I've seen plenty of yeah. uh, fake Donald Trump yeah. tweets. Um, seen plenty of real ones too. But yeah, no, it's absolutely yeah. uh, something that, the the outrage is is there's plenty of it to go around and it's all directed at bullshit and it's really not directed at where it should be and that's the problem and that's they're they're laughing all the fucking hyper wealthy people that oh, yeah. really run this fucking country the ones that make the important decisions the ones that really that control the resources and yeah the people you know, that are making the laws are the same people that own like all the tech companies are and are invested in them too <laughs> Well, and, and really, it, it, the people that are making the, the corporations are making the laws. They write their yeah. own legislation and hand it to their dutiful little errand boys or girls in their in Congress to fucking push yeah. through to get passed. But all almost all the time, those that shit's never written by the actual, you know, Congress people that are uh, pushing it. So it's like there's there's like Citizens United is is gonna uh, be looked at a hundred years from now as one of the most influential decisions by the Supreme Court ever in the history, if not the most, because if you're not, are you familiar with Citizens United? No, I'm, I should pull it's, it up right it's, now. Um, it's basically campaign finance. It essentially said that corporations uh, can, can contribute uh, as they're, they're given personhood. So uh, a corporation is viewed as a, uh, that they can be a political campaign donor uh, because it's a per they were awarded personhood by the Supreme Court, uh, oh. which is the most ridiculous thing. Because they create these huge pools of these super packs of money. Citizen, what is it called? Citizens United. Um, United. And um, and because of that, now basically we have uh, the fucking corporations in this country running rampant over all of our uh, governments at every level. <clears throat> and uh, right. compromising our elected representatives who don't work for us. And that's clear. I mean, look at what they do. Like I said, all the major important shit, they're all in lockstep because the major interest mm -hmm. parties that want these things done, all they, they all 
or they they own all of them they own both sides they mm -hmm. it's it's a big charade it's a big fucking uh circus and people buy it and they think it's real and it's like yo one day when y'all finally realize that it's gonna be too late by then but <laughs> we're, we're we're heading it's down a dark pathway yeah we're yeah. Already, do you feel it though seriously rachel do like you feel like you're we're headed as a country down this dark road that's like really oh ominous God, feeling cody I literally have been watching a stock that I've been saying I should buy for weeks now, and it was a dollar ninety nine, and it just went up to a dollar one hundred and fifty eight dollars. I'm such a what loser. stock was it? It was this company called Circo that Winston Churchill's grandson is the CEO owner of, and it was literally been a dollar ninety nine for like for the last six months, and I've been like wanting to invest in it, but I just like haven't done it because I don't know anything about stocks, and it's literally one hundred and fifty eight dollars, and I have like this theory that they're gonna be like owning all the railroad systems all across America. Really. And and it's literally $158. All you needed to know was who's $1.99. The family. The, well, you fucking you're dumb. Are you sure it's not a dollar or two dollars and you're thinking no. it's two hundred? No, you I can't, can't see that. It, your your screen is I'm gonna send it to you. Wow. Uh. I'm but I was right. I was right. Wow, Rach, you should actually listen to yourself more. <laughs> yeah, maybe you should uh change fields from comedian to uh stockbroker. There you go. Rachel Joan with your your financial forecast. All right, I kind of have to go because I think I'm going to cry. <laughs> Sorry to hear that. Um, no, that's yeah, cool. We, uh, I, would, I could be so rich right now, right? I would sell it today. I yeah, mean, 158. Okay, yeah. I really got to go. I have to make a phone call and tell my mom <laughs> that I was right. Can we end this podcast? It's, yeah, I, we could end it. My phone is going to die. Um, no, that's cool. Thank you for joining me. I appreciate you. And uh, did you have any plugs before you go? You wanted to? Throw yeah, out. my Instagram, live, laugh, be. Live, laugh. That is the. That sounds like a fucking thing you'd find at like a Hobby Lobby, arts it's and crafts section for a woman's kitchen. <laughs> my page right. is not motivational though. Okay. Yeah, no, it's definitely not. Well, Rachel uh, I Joan, I thank you for joining me. Yeah, have fun in New bye. York. I'll talk to you soon. All right, bye.